The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Sometimes the world looks like you ain't ever seen it before. Stuck behind never-ending windows. All you need is a door. Searching for something to put a smile back on your face. Just remember in unusual times it can come from an unusual place. You need a partner for the ride. Cause everybody needs a climb. So set your worries to the side. Shit 90 Shows Taught Me was not filmed before a live studio audience. Do you not want to wait? Neither do we. Welcome back to Shit 90 Shows Taught Me. I'm Jess Sterling here with my co-host, Sarah Ferguson. Sarah, how are you? Jessica, I am ready for either, like, we have three options. A, our sleepover. B, our Boy Scouts um, Camping sleepaway trip. camp. Or mm-hmm. C telling our dad that they suck and they're like and we're like you suck you don't know me and you don't want my friend to come over and don't talk about cars ever i mean you don't like slumber parties this is a fact this is the discussion that we had i don't like camping well (laughs) so i think i just want to like yell at my dad i mean it's up to you. I'd rather choose A or B. <laughs> yeah. But, you know. Um, yes, we're here. We're chatting Neverland. Um, was this an appropriately titled episode? I feel like it was not. Like, what does this have to do with Neverland? What does what hmm. this have to do with Peter Pan? I mean, let's try to, like, is it the... Is it like the fantasy world of like their Where Dawson lives? <laughs> that or like going into I don't know, like it almost reminded me of like the Lost Boys. 
and then like all the mm. like all the ch- little boys like biking i don't know i the, I, okay. don't, I don't know or it's Listen, like it, we or don't Casey, know you it's never going to happen in the land that <laughs> you live yeah that joey's literally like you back yeah yeah this is a pretty like important episode i would say because we're coming off the heels of joey and pacey kissing to remind folks who forgot last week nobody forgot nobody forgot of course nobody forgot but you know for you know Maybe some people did. Joey mm-hmm. Pacey kiss, and it was a big effing deal. Mm-hmm. And now we are dealing with the repercussions yeah. of that kiss. Now, did you think? I don't know that I asked you what you, you a- what like what did I ask you? I was yeah. I was gonna say, did I ask you what immediately was going to happen after that kiss or no? Yeah, you totally did. I said that she's gonna get upset and be like, "How dare you." Which and is what she did. Ding, ding, ding. Yeah, you're I, a winner. I, well, no, like I know, I know Joey. I know Joey well. Like, well, that and you know, teen drama TV yeah. as well. I mean, right? I like to say that I know Joey, but sure, uh, yeah, like she flips the fuck out, but it's not surprising because that's definitely what Joey would do. She yep. just, you know, gets all like high, high and mighty, and like mm-hmm. with all the. And- we all saw the hand movement, Josephine Potter. Those lips. It was more than just two lips doing some kissing, doing some oh. smooching. It was a good kiss. It was a good it kiss. Was four but she, lips. She shoves him away. Yeah, and multiple times. Multiple, it says, are you insane? How can you do that? What were you thinking? What were you thinking? And Pacey just, like, reverts to, like, oh, it was just an impulse. Which, like, I totally understand because... I mean, if you kiss somebody and then they immediately shove you and ask you what you were doing, then you're going to, like, retreat, right? You're going to be like, yeah. oh, my God, I'm sorry. It was an impulse. Well, like, what, didn't mean anything. supposed to say, like, I do actually do have feelings for you after, like, he got smacked a little? Exactly. He's not going to say that. And she's like, do you have any idea the monumental implications of that impulse? Which, like, okay, she ain't wrong. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, like, now that changes pretty much everything. Yeah, because she says a kiss is not just a kiss. Do you remember Dawson? Like he who? factors into this hormonal meltdown. Yeah, who? I don't remember um, Dawson. Yeah, and uh, and Pacey says that she let him do it. Which I mean, yeah, she kissed back. Like we all saw it. Um, and the universe will now begin to unravel. And Joey is like refusing to get into the car. <laughs> Yeah, and it's six miles to her house, and she finally does get in. But she's like, "I am not talking to you." Like, um, in all honesty, like she could probably walk the six miles. She seems she seems fit. She loves to run. She loves to run. She can. <laughs> she's a runner. She could do like the one mile run, one mile walk thing, where you like you run a mile, then walk a mile, then run a mile, and then she can get there. It all sounds horrible, honestly. Yeah, six miles is not a. How long is a marathon? Excuse I, me. How long is a marathon? 30 miles. Oh, my God. No. I'm pretty sure. You're just making shit up at this no. point. No. The way you said that made me think that you made it up. No. Marathon is how Or oh, am I thinking of a 5K? Miles? How long is a 5K? Three. How many miles is Okay. One marathon equals 26 miles. Oh. And then People a 5K. People actually yeah, a 5K is like three miles. Oh, I was thinking of a 5K, I think. Regardless. Oh, oh really? 
Well, that's what I meant. Not a marathon. A marathon is legit. Holy crap. Well, it's like a marathon. Like, you well, know, yeah, it's a marathon. a marathon is a marathon. With yeah, you were just saying words. It's a, like, it's a marathon. It's a marathon. It's a marathon. It's a marathon. <laughs> we're just saying different accents. <laughs> now it's going to make things clear. Today, it's, it's a, a marathon. marathon. It's a marathon. Um, yes. So... This is all. Everything is. Everything is breaking down. But you here. get in the car. Yeah, I'm not fucking walking six <laughs> miles. Are you crazy? Absolutely not. I'm not walking six miles. Yeah. Okay. Well, she gets in the car. She's not talking. He's like, "Are you just not going to talk anymore?" And she goes, "Um, yeah, like indefinitely, indefinitely." Um, and then we get this fun scene of like we've seen this before yeah. where they do this. It's very gives me very much like grease vibes. Summer loving, yeah, summer loving vibes. Um, so Bessie and Joey are talking, and Pacey and Dougie are talking. So Bessie wants to know how it was like seeing AJ, and Joey's like, "Well, we broke up, and then Pacey went insane and kissed me." <laughs> I think that that's just like a normal weekend day. That's that's a normal weekend for you. For- no, not for me. Just for, like, teenagers. Like, I feel like they, like, our weekends, like, yeah. listen, like, our weekends are just, like, oh, I did nothing. Like, we podcasted and, like, we cleaned a little and whatever. Te- when you're a teenager, it's, like, you bet your bottom ass. You went to a dance on Friday. You went to the mall on Saturday. You went to a movie date that night. Sunday, you go to the local arcade. Like, you have, like, when you were a teenager, you had, like, 12 weekends in one weekend you are giving teenage me so much credit right now (laughs) well i mean that's because you had a high school boyfriend so you were just with your high school boyfriend with me Uh, and my friends we had places to go we went all over the all over the map okay we we got we we went to the to waldwick day we went the hell is waldwick day it's like your town's day and there's like a little fair like you when you're a teenager you know like everything say waldwick day as if anybody except you knows what the hell that is i don't know i'm just saying that she was busy Um, she was busy she was busy and um joey's like well i kind of let him do it to me and it's like joey this is you're changing your tune five seconds later where you're like this is all your fault and then seconds later you're like well well like apparently she acknowledges that she gave him a look and he gave her the look oh he gave her no she gave him they both gave each other looks right but bessie's like i've had that look before like Uh he gave her the look and then they kissed well pacey says to doug you know she gave me this look and they what both are to- saying this is like the ross and rachel of the who came on to whom when they get pregnant situation uh-huh. same thing they're both saying that the mm. other person gave okay. them the well look. okay so we get joey calling pacey in the middle of the night asking her to go to boss him to go to boston to pick her up yep. then she's in the car and she looks at him towards him and says i you know, you're the only one that understands me besides Dawson. And I do feel like that's like, those are vibes. They're vibes, but they're not necessarily like, you can pull over this car and kiss me vibes. Yeah, exactly. Um, And yeah, so they're having this entire conversation that is pretty much the same conversation on both sides. And um, Joey, yeah, so they're talking about how like Dawson 
the implications for this between Joey's relationship with Dawson and Pacey's friendship with Dawson. And Pacey gives this advice and he's like, listen, Joey is a bomb <laughs> that <laughs> on a car that no, Joey. Wait a minute. Joey is a bus with a bomb on it that can't go above 50 miles an hour. Is that Dawson speed? is the bomb. This is speed. They're talking about speed. OK, I don't know movies, Sarah. <laughs> Oh, okay. I think Speed is, it's with Sandra Bullock and I think Keanu Reeves. I, I think you're right. I When you said Speed, I thought of Keanu Reeves. So I think um, that's right. Okay, so and this is what happens. Like there's a bus and they can't go. They have to keep going. They can't stop. It's because, a 90s movie. Yeah, Sorry. I know because the the bus is going to blow up if they stop the bus. So they have to keep on going. Is it a good movie? I don't know. I don't people remember. Need, people need to tell us if this is a movie we should podcast about. <sighs> well, so, like, okay, so, like, I mean, it's kind of funny because it's like, when will you ever get off the bus? You can't get off the bus. You have to stay on the bus. Yeah. Yeah. And so P- Pacey is the cop trying to get the bus to safety without it exploding. Oh, maybe so, Sandra Bullock plays the cop. Or is she the bus driver? We won't I don't know. know. So, <laughs> like, you ask me this, like, I've seen this freaking movie. So I, w- then, I would put money that she's either the cop or the bus driver. Do you want me to look this up? Eh, no, no. I mean, I don't okay. really care. Eh, My we'll life let, is, let the mystery be. I mean, I'd rather just think that I know the plot to speed. I, I, I mean, I'm impressed. I hope everybody else is. So, Dougie says that you have to tell Dawson, take him, yeah. and you tell me what you think of this advice. Dougie says, take him to a place uh-huh. that reminds you of your history together. Interesting. He'll respect the fact that you told him first, which technically Pacey didn't tell him first. He acted first, but whatever. And No, 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 no. Like, told him before, like, Joey told him or got around to him. So, yeah. Oh, I him. thought he meant told no. him before acting No, on no, no, no. Told him got before, it. like, it got around to Dawson. So what do you think of this advice? Uh, okay. Like, mm, Dawson is very emotional and it would never work on him. Not well, in a million years. you're a Pisces. Years. That's the thing. You can vibe with the Pisces Yeah, stuff. it would never work in a billion, quadrillion years. Um, if he was not a an emotional, like, wreck, then maybe. But... I think that, okay, so, like, say, like, you are bringing each, bringing him to a common place where. A place that reminds him of your history together. Is what mm. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if this is going to check I, out. Here's the thing. I don't think this is going to work, and I'll tell you why. Because if you go to a place that reminds you of your history together, it's going to remind him that you're best friends. And you're reminding him that you're best friends at the same time that you remind, you're saying that you've betrayed him. And so he's going to feel extra bad about mm-hmm. it because you're supposed to be best friends. Why are you betraying me? Okay. You know so what I like, mean? Okay, so if, I'm, if I come to you, maybe this is what we have to do. Like, I come to you and I go, okay, Dawson, I'm going to tell you, like, two lies and a truth. <laughs> Oh, no, this is terrible. This is a terrible way to tell him. <laughs> two lies and truth. Um, Isn't it two truths number, and a lie? Or well, I mean, but this is like, this is what we're doing. This is your version. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, okay, Dawson, like two lies and a truth. Number one, I fucked your mom. <laughs> number two, I kissed Joey. And number three, I ran over. He doesn't have a pet. Your cat. Whatever. Okay. He pretends he's a cat. Okay. Like, or like something else. Like, or. So he's going to know Or one like, of these I, oh, is true. oh, oh, or I accidentally like taped over your favorite your movie. Fi- okay. You taped over Jurassic Park. Or, or like maybe his own movie. 
I'm going to I'm going to make my own movie and not include you. No, 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 no. I think like I taped over one okay, of your and movies. One of these, and so then he's going to be relieved. Okay, that and then didn't he's going to be mom. like, oh, or tape over his movie. He's going to be like, oh, you. I feel only like taping over the movie is jo- less severe no. than kissing Joey for Dawson. Though no, he'll flip the fuck out if you taped over his movie. So it's like okay, like oh, okay, you only kissed. Joey, you didn't tape over my movie and you didn't fuck my mom. I feel like I'm not as mad. See, in my opinion, the way that Dougie, the advice Dougie gives is really bad because it feels very manipulative, too. Because the minute that you tell Dawson what you did, he's going to be like, is that why you brought me here? Like, (laughs) I feel like you just need to, like, sit him down and tell, explain. Like, do you remember in season, oh, my gosh, season one, I think it is. When they do like the snail hunting and yes. Dawson and Pacey have that conversation about Joey, like I think that is how you do it. You just walk up to him and you say, listen, I need to tell you something. I've been having these feelings for Joey. I didn't think they were reciprocated, but maybe they are. And I just wanted to get your blessing or maybe not, you know, but I just wanted to let you know and get your feelings on it before I did anything about it. You know what I mean? And in addition to that, I didn't touch your mom or your cat or your movies. Exactly. I didn't fuck your mom. So be happy. Perfect. Okay. (laughs) Wonderful. We figured it out. If you think that that's the way to go, then that's the way to go. I think it is. So, um, so that's the whole conversation between Dougie and Pacey already. Um, we're at the McPhee's. Oh, and. Yeah, there's no hot water. Uh, why is she okay? No hot water. Ran out of shampoo. shampoo. Uh, she has two tests today. Yeah. Well, if I ran out of shampoo, my hair would not look like good. But, um, but she wants to know why Jack's in such a good mood. And OMG, Ethan's coming. Fuck Ethan. You know, and you know what? I'm gonna spoiler alert. Oh, my okay. feelings on Ethan do not change after this oh. episode. He, right, I still well, don't like I just, him. Whatever. Like at least Ethan's like uh, he's still a little pretentious, but he's not as unbearable mm. as the last time we saw him. So he's coming yeah. over. And he's going to spend the weekend, and it's not supposed to be like a romantic thing. It's supposed They're to friends. just be like a friend thing. Right. Um, and he's just happy that he has a friend that understands what he's going through and gets him. And Andy asks, "What is, does their dad have?" to say about this and apparently he's supposed to be on a business trip like he's always on a business trip but surprise surprise he canceled his business trip yes and i love um the dad being like tell me what and andy comes up with a lie out of thin fucking air this woman impeccable Mm -hmm. we love Mm -hmm. andy i stand stand yeah so um so jack says there's not a damn thing he can say about it in reference to um, Ethan. And then Mr. McPhee is like, not a damn thing who can say about what? Well, yeah. And, and Andy yeah. says something about the Pope or something. <gasps> no, not the Pope. It's not the Pope. <laughs> a damn, okay. Not a damn thing about Congress can say to the president if he decides oh. to veto that new tax initiative what reform I thing. about the Pope? I don't know. I don't know. I don't Pope, know president, Same taxes. Thing. Um, you know, all that stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. So this is interesting that we're going to get into all the Jack and dad stuff later. Um, and then we get the gen, the genry. We haven't given them the name yet. Oh. We have to do it, right? The genry. Genry is good. Gen- that's not bad. Isn't that's- genry. I think genry, though, is a company. 
I don't okay. care. It's fine. Jenny. They're walking down the hall. Jen is like soups smiley because she knows tomorrow is Henry's birthday. Oh, um, happy birthday, Henry. So is he turning like 16? He's turning like 10. <laughs> and, <laughs> um, and she has planned something for him. But he's like, oh, I can't tomorrow. I have plans with my mom and my family. And like Jen's like, oh, I understand if it's just like a family thing. But then some football player is like, hey, Henry, tomorrow's your party. <laughs> <laughs> right that's right. my impression of a football. yeah no that was pretty good that was pretty good so Thank then like you. jen's like instantly pissed off and she's like i can't possibly think of one thing you can say to dig you out of this grand canyon sized hole that you're in and henry done fucked up and we're left wondering like why would henry not invite jen to his birthday party is he embarrassed of jen does he not like jen like that does he not want to introduce jen to his parents we don't know we'll find out later but we don't know at this moment it is very confusing considering how obsessed henry is with uh with jen you wouldn't think that he would be embarrassed of her Right. So that is why Jen is so pissed off. But like, we'll find out later why it's not Jen he's, you know, embarrassed about. Um, But Jen is pissed. So um, Joey is at lunch now. She's going to go obviously sit with Dawson, but Pacey sits down first. Um, And so I don't get it. I don't get it. Why she can't sit there? I don't get why she can't sit there. I don't understand why Andy. Oh, is it? No, they're okay now. Andy is at a totally different table. Why is she not? I just like can't understand the lunchroom they, dynamic. I don't think that we're supposed to read that much into the lunchroom dynamic, to be honest. It just doesn't make it sense. Wouldn't make sense. It would make sense. They Everybody are, is getting along at this moment yeah, in time. They're taking up two tables. Do you know how valuable lunchroom yeah. table real estate is? And they could be sitting together. Like yes. Andy and Dawson not sitting together doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. They get along. They're friendly. They're friendly. I mean, they're yeah. not besties, but no, so but yeah. Fine. So like the boys sit down together and then yeah, Joey sits down with Andy mm-hmm. and then Jen joins eventually. Yeah. So with Dawson and Pacey, like Dawson says that they're like just gonna, they're putting up condominiums where they built this fort when they were kids and Dawson's like, let's protest. Let's handcuff ourselves to the fort. Mm -hmm. And Pacey comes up with the idea, which I actually do like this generally as an idea. Like, they're going to go camping together. Let's go camping. But Pacey looks really nervous. Like, this is he's going through with Dougie's plan here. Yeah. Meanwhile, finally, thank the fucking heavens. We have Andy. Yeah. We love her. Andy's the voice of the people. She is the fucking voice of this podcast besides the two of us. She was like, (laughs) (laughs) she was like, you know what? I don't understand why all the stuff we ever talk about is, you know, boys. And we never sit with anybody. We never hang out with anybody who doesn't have a penis. We need a boost of estrogen. We need a girl's night out. We love her. We stand it. I love it. I love it. I think solidarity. Yeah. She's like, I don't understand why we don't hang out together. Like we like we need like a sisterhood. Like it doesn't make sense. Voice of the people. Andy McPhee. (laughs) Yes. So um, so they say that she's like, let's let's do this. Like, let's have some female bonding. Jen is in. And then Joey, after a little deliberation and glaring towards 
Dawson and PC, she agrees. The thing I like about Andy is like Joey hasn't said anything, but Andy immediately is like, why is there a black cloud like over your head? Like what is going on? Like Andy knows. I feel like it's hard to read because I feel like Joey usually has a black cloud over her head. (laughs) But I guess it's just extra stormy, stormy at this moment. I think so. Um, So that is very fun. Really excited to get into the girl girl time girl segment. Um, but meanwhile, at the McPhee's, Ethan arrives, um, they hug, and Mr. McPhee is home, and he wants to talk to Jack alone. Um, mm-hmm. And, like, on one hand, okay, here's the thing. On one hand, if this were my parents, I would have had to get permission to have somebody come and stay for the weekend, right? On the other hand, Mr. McPhee has not been a parent for, like, ever, and now all of a sudden he's Mr. Fucking Daddy. Like, that sounded gross out of my mouth. Ooh, anyway. Mr. Daddy. <laughs> Mr. Daddy. He wasn't um, supposed to be there, though. I know. But you know what I mean? Like, he's all of a sudden trying to be like, um, if you would have asked permission, um, you would have in- saved the embarrassment of sending your friend home. I don't know like I mean if I I, blah blah I don't know if I was the parent then I'd be like oh they're already here like I guess oh yeah I mean especially because he what like he took like a train two hour train ride from boarding school yeah um so yeah Mr. McPhee says it's just not a good weekend for guests and Jack's like not a weekend good weekend for guests or is this not a good weekend for my kind of guests um, and Mr. McPhee yeah. is like so appalled that like Jack would even consider saying that when he just spent an entire season being a jackass. This is the thing that is really annoying is it's like we're expected. I don't know if we're expected to, but like Mr. McPhee certainly wants us to just forget all of the stuff that has happened in the past and like um, give him the benefit of the doubt. Um, so, yeah, it's really annoying um, and Jack lays into him and is like, there was a promise that this would be a judgment-free zone when I moved in here. The only reason I came back here was for Andy. And I, he's like really annoyed. That seems like it, from his perspective, it seems like nothing has changed. Mm-hmm. Um, since yeah, Morgan. yeah, yeah. Um, and he says that if me hanging out with my friends make you suffer, then you deserve to suffer. He's being, I just feel like Jack's just being a smidge dramatic this episode. A smidge. Maybe if, um, I, I don't know. I, I, I just think that like Jack is always just so mature and I just feel like he's acting like a little childish in this episode. Uh, the way I viewed it was more of like, um... Like, I don't know how to, I'm trying to think of how to say it, like, kind of like the pot boiling over because, right. like, he's gone through this, right? So it's almost like his frustration level is already a re- resting at, like, a nine. Mm-hmm. And so then it only takes that one to get him to the ten. You know right. what I mean? Right, so I get I think, it. I think he kind of already has that, when you have that bad um, history with somebody, it takes almost nothing to get you to this place. So I get it. Um, but I agree, like, it is a little bit immature, but I also understand his bad relationship with his father. Um, but then we see PC and Buzz. Um, he's dropping Buzz off, and Buzz mentions his friends coming over. He wants PC to meet them. But PC's like, nah, I'm going camping with Dawson. It's a no-kids trip. And, like, did you know that immediately Buzz was going to show up when they were camping because it was kind of like, he's like, I want you to hang out with you, PC. Or, like, did you not expect to see it? 
Uh, I don't think that I was really thinking about it, but yeah, like it's a trope. It's like, I don't know. He is starting to really like Pacey and he looks up to him and he wants to show his friends off uh, to each other. So um, and he's actually like stepping into this like little brother role, like where he's just like kind of like that annoying little brother that just like wants to hang out and be nosy and gets all pouty when you're leaving him. Um, I I guess that the only thing is, is like, how does Buzz know where to find Pacey and Dawson? That is the thing. Unless he has a GPS tracker on fucking Pacey, which probably didn't exist in whatever 19, whatever the hell this is. I don't, I don't know. Mm -hmm. I don't know if he mentioned where they were going, but it's super suspicious. (laughs) It is. Again, I think it's like a suspension of disbelief type of thing. But yeah, it is annoying. Maybe like he mentioned it that like, oh, like I had this fort and they're knocking it down the forest type of thing. So like maybe Buzz is a smart kid. Maybe he figured it out, I guess. Yeah. Um, Sleepover time. Sleepover time. Yay. Okay. So uh, I guess like the thing for the sleepover is that each girl gets to choose something that they want to do, which is so fun. Yeah. It like the facials, the pedicures. Um, Andy seems like very excited. Jen is like therapist the past like four episodes. Mm-hmm. First, she has the whole thing with Pacey. Then she has the whole thing with Dawson. And now she's trying to help Joey. Yeah, Poor she's Jen trying to make her like, rounds. I mean, yeah. honestly, she's trying to like cement herself in this group since she has no friends. You felt it too? Because I was yeah. like, this poor girl is just like, let me into your She's secrets, like, people. you know what? Like, I really need to make myself valuable to be really? invited yes. back into this group. Yes. So um, she says to Joey, like, look, like, if you are going through something, like, you can talk to me. Like, I'm, like, a third party that doesn't know anything, like, about anything. Um, And Joey is, like, very snappy automatically. She just assumes that, like, it got around, like, PC told her. um, Yeah. Or, like, and she's, like, uh, she's, like, That's not the case. Like, I don't know anything. I'm just saying, I'm just like putting it out into the universe. Like, if there's anything, like, I'm here to talk to you. Yes. It's, um, yeah, it's, I like this from Jen. Like, I like the subtlety of it, of her saying, like, listen, if there was something, we could have a conversation, right? Mm -hmm. Like, I like her implying she knows something without straight up saying, like, PC loves you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I kind of like her just giving me like, an open invitation. Yeah, because she's like, I can assume I know what this is about. So yeah. I'm just going to just, like, you know, leave some breadcrumbs. Yeah. If you want to eat my breadcrumbs, then come <laughs> along. If you don't want to eat my breadcrumbs, if you prefer panko, that's totally cool. Yes. <laughs> Pranko. Um, back at the McFees, Jack and Ethan are doing the most boring thing you could possibly do with a potential love interest. Playing fucking chess. Chess. Uh foreplay. How boring I, is this? Okay, no, but like I watched I traveled the, all this way. Girly, I watched the Queen's Gambit. So and did ch- I. Chess makes you wanna have sex. Only if you're like a master champion or whatever. I mean, I everyone was very sexy in that show. And they it's were a TV show. <laughs> 
What? So it's a TV show. Of course, everything was very sexy. I know. I But like she had that red hair and she, they all wore really cool costumes. And she's like, I'm a mastermind and I take drugs. Like, you know. Okay, so they're playing chess, um, and Mr. McPhee comes around and is like, hey, what are you kids up to? And then Jack's like, what does it think? We're, what do you think we're doing? Jack is so pissy this I know, that's what I'm saying. He's episode. like, what does it look like we're doing? And Mr. McPhee is like, uh, mind if I join you? And it Jack's, is a little awkward, though. Yeah, I, like, he he's thinks, like, Jack thinks that he's they're getting like supervised. And well, the thing is, is you wouldn't, even if Jack and Ethan are just friends, which yeah. right now they are, you wouldn't want your parent just like sitting there watching you, especially when you're doing something as harmless as chess. You know well, what I mean? Mr. McPhee's lonely, so Obviously. he's so he. Jack says, "Actually, yes, I do mind. Why don't you go over to Jen's with a pair of binoculars and spy on Andy for a while?" Yeah, yeah. I mean, and then like, so then uh, he leaves. And Jack's like, I'm I'm sorry, Ethan. Like, this is so annoying. And Ethan's like, you know what? It's nothing I haven't, like, dealt yeah. with before. Like, Jack's I get it. Jack's like, he is so now. embarrassing. Like, I feel like take the fact that, like, they're they're attracted to the same sex, like, to each other or whatever. And, like, you could see this with, like, me and you hanging out as teenagers and my mom, like, not my, you know, not that they yeah. would do that. But, like, mom, you could have this conversation if it's your friend room. or not. Exactly. It's yeah. very typical teenage behavior. Yeah. Um. Pacey and Dawson are going camping um, and they're like they have these huge backpacks and Pacey's like you know what change can be good even change that may seem bad that can also be good (laughs) and they find their fort and typical Dawson he's like I remember this being so much bigger than it actually is it's like Dawson you were fucking children you were nine years old when you built it of course it's dinky and looks like shit you're nine I thought that it was a pretty good fort they had for nine-year-olds yes yeah they had uh, a captain's wheel um they had roofing i thought that this was magnificent this little fort but he's like yeah like he's like i've been trying to reconnect with my past when i had all this passion and i knew who i was and things were simple magical even and i don't know maybe i was never that person just maybe i thought i was uh, Pacey's like what the fuck did I get myself into I know Pacey's like oh great it's this kind of trip and he's like damn <laughs> like I thought that this could be about me uh, so he says that um, he's like it sounds like you're looking for an answer and actually like I'm kind of in the same boat as you know I was talking to Doug mm-hmm. and this morning and I felt like I should come and talk to you and then right when he's gonna like go on Dawson hears rustling in the bushes. And he's like, do you hear that? And it's like, what do you think it is, Dawson? Like a coyote? Like, (laughs) he's like, do you hear that? And Pacey goes, no, what? And then Buzz and two of Buzz's friends ride up in bikes and go like, yeah, we found them. Neat fort. I would die. I was so mad for Pacey in this moment. I'm like, these fucking kids bro like this is my fucking time i already said i would see you on a different day you're gonna be crashing my trip where i'm about to have this very serious conversation yeah. with my best friend about liking his ex-girlfriend and you have the audacity yeah. to roll up in here on your stupid little bikes you 
stupid little kids. Now, what are the rules and regulations of this Big Brother Little Brother program? Are you forced to hang out with them like seven days a week? I think Pacey is just like trying his best because he knows Buzz is like doesn't have his mom around and his dad left them. He doesn't have any siblings. So he's like needs some help, you know? It's too much. It's too much. I I think this is supposed to be a once a week thing and like Buzz is really up Pacey's butt. He really is. And it's really, really? annoying. Yeah. And you know what? It fucking ruins the whole rest of the fucking trip. We don't get to hear. We don't get to see the drama. Like, this no. is nonsense. And I'm pissed. We could have gotten fights today. We could have gotten fucking fights. And A instead, punch. we get fucking stupid Buzz and his stupid friends. No, no. They just, they really just want to be in like the Cub Scouts with, uh, with Pacey as the troop leader. This is it's 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 crazy. Um, so, yeah, no, it's it's pretty annoying. But more on that in a bit. We get um, we're back at the slumber party and they all have like green facial stuff on. And Jen's like, um, well, Joey wants to take it off. Jen's like, I can't move my cheeks. I love those masks. You have a mask. Are you a masker? Um, I've tried them. Usually I'm not because mm. this is like so specific and silly, but like the I have glasses. So like I can't wear my glasses when I'm doing a face mask. I've tried some of them. The ones I like the most are like the sheet masks because they're very no frills. It's like you plop it on your face and when it's time's up, you take the thing off. You don't have to like spend the time with the goo and the whole thing, you know. Are you a mask person? Yeah, I like masks. Uh, Andy, I like Andy says that we have to keep it on for another two and a half minutes. Andy's Um, so precise. I love her. Yeah. She says that this was a specialty when she was a kid. Um, and like her mom used to do it. They used to do it with her mom and Mm -hmm. it reminds her of being a child and she wishes that she was 10 years old again. Um, very sweet Andy and I love Joey mm -hmm. like connecting with this as well because this was me when I was a kid was the way Joey describes it of like climbing trees being like one of the boys um, without having to worry about like the the sexual tension getting in the way right as you get older Um, and Jen admits that she never really got to be a kid she couldn't roll in the mud because her mom would have yelled at her and she couldn't wear her mom's clothes because her mom didn't want her to and I love Joey saying, I just want to eat ice cream and forget boys. <laughs> Very teenage thing to say. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then Joey's like, you know what I want to do? Because they all get to like pick an activity. So yeah. Joey decides she wants to go roller skating. Um, and Jen's like, oh, great. That coincides with what I wanted us to do. And she pulls out these like gift bags. They're Victoria's Secret bags. Oh. I'm sorry, ma'am. I didn't realize. I'm just saying, like, it's very specific. Aren't like they that. pink? Were they pink bags? Well, back in the day, they were pink and white stripes. Yeah. And those were what it was. Yeah. I thought they were blue. I don't know how to tell colors apart. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it was very noticeable that they All were right. Victoria's I'm Secret sorry. bags. Sorry. Um, they didn't have pink on the butt, so I didn't recognize them. Um, yes. So they're going to go roller skating. We used to go roller skating, like, I feel like fairly often. I should say roller blading. At the rink? At a rink. 
We I went rollerblading though. I I never learned how to roller skate. I always huh. had roller blades. Yeah. And there was a place called Guptals. And Ooh. they would do like and they I remember, oh my God, Guptals. Mm-hmm. And they had like you could get like food and then you could roller skate. And I remember there was like a club <gasps> in the back Ooh. called Secrets. And I remember it was like Oh my God! Am I old enough to go into secrets yet? What, what like was in the secrets? What was in secrets? It was just like a dance th- thing. It was just like oh. a dancing thing. But I think you had to be a certain age to go in, and they had like the fog machine, <gasps> which made it feel like I'm gonna go kiss a boy on the dance floor of secrets. I mean, that's what you did at secrets, I'm sure. I'm sure, but I never got to go kiss a boy. On was the dance there floor of an arcade? Uh, maybe I don't recall because I never did an arcade if there was one. Wow. I'm surprised I, you would they, imagine I would. But, I'm surprised you know. that they let you bring the blades to the roller rink. Oh, yeah, you could bring your own. Yep. It was like bowling, you know? You could bring your own. I thought you had to bring your shoes at bowling. Oh, you had to rent the shoes. No, I used to bring my own. Oh, when you, I was, you like, had bowling shoes? I was in a league bench. Oh, God. I'm so cool. <laughs> Just like revealing all my secrets. You're here. such a dork. I know. Yeah, yeah your secrets. This is why no boys ever kissed me on the dance floor of secrets. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're too busy at the fucking bowling league. I'm in the bowling league. league. Wow. <laughs> so this you, is the truth. You used score out. big or score low? Score, score low? Isn't no, like, you want a good score. You want a high score. In oh, I thought it was like golf. What in the world? Have you been bowling? What do you mean you thought it was a golf? Uh, so Girl, you want a high score. Tell me you know what a turkey is at least. Um, God, she doesn't know what a turkey is. So, a hole in one. So, di- a hole in one. That's golf. I know. Is it a turkey? Is that like when you get the the ball in the um, the gutter? No, that's a bad thing. That's called a gutter ball. Oh, okay. So <laughs> Shockingly like- enough, when you get the ball in the gutter, it's called the gutter ball. Oh, okay. So a turkey's a good thing. <gasps> yes, a turkey is it when th- you get two strikes? It's three strikes. Oh, I've never gotten a strike. Do you know what a perfect game is in well, bowling? You, obviously, you get all strikes. But what is the number that it is? 199. 300. I mean, 199 is a good score, too. It's that. It's not a bad score. Yeah. So. I, I hate sports. Anywho's, I mean, I mean, you can call bowling a sport, but it's not like as the same as the rest of the sports. Um, We're back at the McPhee residence. Yeah, so Mr. McPhee is making himself a TV dinner in the oven. So sad. And Ethan's like, uh, Mr. McPhee, would you like to come to dinner with us? And Mr. McPhee is like, well, if you do, boys don't mind, I'd love that. And then, you know, Jack's not happy about this at all. He's just like so pissy. And then he like looks at Ethan and like Ethan's like not getting it. He's like, what? What? Why are you looking at me like that? Um, So... So that's problematic. Um, we're at the fort, and then Pacey comes, and one of the little boys has a cellular device. Yes. A cellular a ten- device. And, yeah, in the 90s. And Pacey's like, a 10-year-old with, um, what did he say? A cell a phone ten- is just plain wrong. Yes. yes. Um, I was 16 when I got my first cell phone. So I was that, 10 years 14, old. 10 years old's young. 
Um, So Buzz says, Dawson, tell us a story. What in the world? Like, now they're forced to babysit, and now they're supposed to be storytellers? And the only scary stories Dawson has are Spielberg movies. This was, okay, so this was insane. So they're like, tell us a story. And then he starts telling the story about... Jurassic Park and Jura- and Buzz is like I know that one it's Jurassic Park I've seen it 12 times so then Dawson starts telling the story of E.T. and the one of the boys is like hello it's called E.T. and yeah. then Dawson's like okay a great white shark and then they're like dude no that's Jaws like why don't you tell us one of your stories so it's like Dawson is so unoriginal and so uninspired not creative that all yeah. of his stories are just spielberg films. and he's supposed to be like a filmmaker and he can't he, even come up with a scary story for a kid he's so pathetic he is obsessed with spielberg yeah. it is in like jurassic park it's like literally he brings it up every single episode it it's just episode. like jessica sterling oh okay that okay. is harsh so then he has a story this is a true story. And Pacey said, I shouldn't tell you guys, but you know what? I think you can handle it because you're annoying little kids. It takes place in a woods that we're sitting in right now. It's about an old man who actually used to live in the fort back there. In the fort that, like, they built as if it used to be his home. His name is Max, which is an ordinary enough name, but Max is not an ordinary guy. Max is evil. Nobody knows why, but he hates things that are adorable, kind, or even happy. And he walks around these woods. He used to be a lumberjack. This is like a meandering this story. Is Dexter. Yeah. He carries <laughs> this huge bloody axe and he stalks the woods, killing bunnies, birds, and whatever comes across. But his favorite target is nine-year-olds you okay buzz Ah! uh one day max arrived to find three boys sleeping in his house uh and then we don't know then we don't even get to know what happened about max and the three boys i'm assuming they get murdered that's my guess well we see them go home the next day no, I know, I know, but mean? in the story that Dawson's oh, telling. Oh, 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 I think he's just, it's like, it's a, it's a scary story, like, it's, it could happen, you know. Girly, I know, I know, oh, I'm just I saying, it's like, oh I just want to finish the story. Well, it gets interrupted by a better story of Jen, Joey, and Andy dressed in fancy jammies and feather boas at the yeah. roller rink. Yeah, they got um, the silk pajamas on. I loved this. Andy's talking about how, like, boys look at them, and she's just like, PC used to look at me right before he kissed me. And, like, in this moment, you could tell, like, Andy's, like, I mean, she's, like, they've they moved on, right? Yeah. But, like, she thinks about those memories, like, very fondly. fondly and, and the fact that she brings up PC, like, yeah. pretty often to me indicates that, like, yeah, they should be worrying about a conversation with Dawson. But they also need to be concerned with having a conversation with Andy, which neither of them seem very concerned with. This is going to be a shit show. It's yep. going to be bad. Yep. It's going to be really bad. And I'm not looking forward to it. But yeah, you're right. I think that Andy needs a good talking to as well, especially because she is friends with Joey. And um, 
I mean, Joey's pretty much like her one friend left in Cape Side. I mean, she's trying with Jen, but I don't know. So um, I also love how they're like their hair is all done and they got their yeah. makeup on. Just a good old like fun Andy's time. hair is very like I don't know like is it like twenty fifties? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, so um, yeah. so Jen takes a break from roller skating and as she turns around. She hears a faint sound in the distance. Henry, Henry, Henry. And she turns around and sees Henry freaking Parker at a birthday party with a pinata. Like, this is like a birthday party for like 10 year olds. Like, this is. It's a childish birthday. There's a pinata. There's like the sign that says like happy birthday. Um, Yeah. But she's like, busted. Yeah. She's like, what is happening? Yeah, back to the McPhee storyline, which honestly is the most boring of all of them. Um, Ethan and Mr. McPhee are, like, bonding over cars. Nobody gives a fuck. Jack definitely doesn't give a fuck. No, because um, he's, like, sulking in the corner. He's like, I don't remember yeah. anything about the cars, and I don't remember anything about what you're talking about. And Yeah, and Mr. McPhee basically talks about a classic car museum down the road, and Ethan gets, like, very excited about it. But Jack is so pissed because he doesn't want Mr. McPhee to go with them. So who cares? He's we'll get back to that haul. later. In it for the He's, long haul. Yeah. Oh um, yeah. So now it's the boys' sleepover. Yeah. Pacey's digging up a time capsule. Ooh. There's a ticket stub from Jurassic Park oh, and the so second lame. and the third. Oh my god. He's so embarrassing. And Pacey's even like this is very sad. This is um, so. But Pacey. What, what does Pacey have? Pacey's is more spicy. It's Deputy Doug's pocket knife. Ooh. Oh yeah. Love and that. his dad like his dad like knew that he stole the pocket knife but never yes. found the evidence um yes. and then a picture of young dawson and joey together that's the other the other thing in this yes uh, yeah I mean, and there, then of course we get the loot in here to be honest with you this is much yeah. better than the uh time capsule that Corey matthews and topanga and sean um from boy meets world did where their time capsule was like a jean jacket <laughs> oh yeah the stupid jean jacket yeah. um yeah and then um then they read like they were they wrote a secret code and that is the same night they became blood brothers blood brothers creepy what i mean when can we become blood brothers never i'm not like this sounds unsafe to touch blood with someone else's blood. <laughs> it's unsanitary <laughs> it's unsanitary <laughs> um yes so back to the roller rink um, Jen crashes Henry's party and um, she's like, I didn't mean to, but like his mom like insisted that she stay and Henry is completely humiliated, but so is Jen. And Henry's like, listen, like this place is for a six year old. Like I told my mom, this is the last time I wanted to have this year. And Jen is upset because Henry didn't tell her. And Henry's like, listen, you already thought of me as a kid. This was going to make it even worse. But Jen says that his innocence is one of the best things about him. Um, and Jen was like, listen, if I was going to choose a moment to like meet your family, it wouldn't have been dressed like this. No. Um, and then we find out Jen had gotten him a born to run on a album on vinyl, but she sold it back to the record store and bought angry chick music. because She was so <laughs> upset. Petty. That's I like the ghost this. of Abby Morgan being like, make me Truly. proud. Make me proud. Truly. Uh, the only thing about this story is that. Like, if he's so embarrassed, then why is he inviting, like, popular jocks to his six-year-old birthday party? Like, why, like, does, like, the 
like there's cool kids there. It's not like it's just a family party. Yeah, I don't think this is like as big of a deal as Henry is making it out to be. I mean, the pinata doesn't help, though. Pinatas um, are fun. People love pinatas. I do love a pinata. Yeah. Back to the stupid McPhee storyline. Um, Another Mc- in like old cars. Yeah. And Jack is like very annoyed about this. And he's like, I don't know why we're hanging out with my dad. He doesn't even try to understand me. He doesn't like me. And Jack is like yelling all of this so loudly. Mr. McPhee hears them. And he's like, you know, I'm just going to like, I'm just going to, I'm just going to head back. Yeah. Um, and he tells Jack, he's like, you know, I thought things were getting better. I was so grateful for tonight. And we find out that he had canceled his business trip because he wanted to spend time with Jack. Um, but he knows that he's not the father Jack wants or needs. And what I say to this is too fucking little, too fucking late, bro. Um, yeah. That's what I say. Yeah. I mean, Jack's point that he brings up later on is that, like, you know, your dad's trying. So, like, don't waste any more time. And I think I agree with that sentiment, ultimately. Yes. Um, yeah. Um, back to the camping. Um, <laughs> Dawson says... Well, it's just like you just don't care about Jack or the cars or Mr. McPhee. I definitely don't care about the cars. I care about Mr. I care about I don't don't care about Mr. McPhee either. I care about Jack. But like this storyline is like really frustrating because I feel like the show show wants us to be sympathize with Mr. McPhee. And I simply just don't. Yeah, no, like like he fucking sucks. But it's like at what point, like how long are you going to hold grudges and waste years of your life? No, they make good moves in this episode. But I feel like Mr. McPhee is specifically trying to make Jack feel guilty, which sucks. I think that's probably true. But yeah. All right. Dawson and Pacey. Dawson is they're both wide awake and. Dawson I don't know Dawson like gets into this like he's just thinking like he just sits there at night and just thinks all he does about the most obtuse things in the galaxy it's occurred to me why my life hasn't lost its luster with time it's my friendships I might be unsure about a lot of things in my life but I'm always sure about you and Joey um, and he goes, you're pure loyalty. You're still the guy that drew up the oath that we took when we were kids. Still the guy who would do anything for a friend. And Joey, she is my conscious, my soulmate, my inspiration. Um, so Pacey's just like, oh, fuck. Like, this is not the right time. And he goes, you know, Pace, uh, Dawson, like, if you're talking about loyalty, um, if you're, if I'm loyal, it's only because you cast me in that role. You're the storyteller. You see everything and figure out what it means. Um, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Dawson's saying life doesn't feel so fantastic right now. And Pacey's like, it will. So Pacey, once again, has to sacrifice, like, everything that he wants to talk about and everything yep. that he is because... Dawson is so self-absorbed like you know Pacey wanted to talk to him really really badly earlier and all Dawson could think about is me 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 it's the Dawson story it's Dawson's Creek he's like Pacey did you see the title of this show it's not Pacey's Creek it's not Pacey's Pond we're gonna talk about me now yeah this is the thing that's really annoying right is it's like I feel like it should have been obvious to Dawson that Pacey wanted them to go on this trip and like had something to say before they got interrupted. 
And now they have the quiet time. Mm-hmm. And Dawson doesn't even ask, like, hey, how are you? How's your life going? It's I always mean, about yeah, him. Like, would he ever? Could he ever? No, I don't no. think so. And so it's like, and then he's hitting this friendship button so fucking hard that, like, poor Pacey is like, well, now I can't tell him because all he has right now is me and Joey. And he talks about her being his soulmate, his inspiration the fuck like what the fuck am i gonna say now and so it really sucks for pacey that like you know he can't at least admit his feelings for joey to dawson right like if he's looking for a we don't i don't know that we know if he's looking for approval from dawson or if he's just looking to um admit his feelings for joey to dawson like i guess we're not really sure at this point but I think, like, it sucks that Pacey doesn't get that opportunity, even though it is kind of shitty that, like, you know, he did kiss Joey before having the conversation with Dawson. But I think she just happens in the heat of the moment sometimes, you know? Like, it's mm-hmm. not – they're not – it's different if if Joey and Dawson are together at this point, but they're not. So, anyway, it just sucks to be Pacey in this moment. It absolutely does. I think it's a very hard spot to be in. And honestly, if mm-hmm. this was a real situation – I don't know what the right move is. Like, you're not supposed to make a move on your friend's ex. Like, that, like, the fact of the matter is, like, you're just, it's just not, you're just not supposed to. It's, it's a very tough spot to be in for Mr. Witter. Um, Yep. So, Jack and Ethan have this talk, kind of like what I mentioned before. Ethan just says, you know, your dad's really trying. Don't lose another year of your life where, Mm -hmm. um, you guys are not growing your relationship because of a grudge. Right. Uh, so that's the long and the short of it. Um, and Ethan just tells Jack to just think about it. Just like. Yeah. Like he he's like um, Ethan says they're both victims and that like and I don't. OK, here's the thing. I agree with Ethan that like it will help um, Jack to let go of some of the anger. Right. But Jack is also right when saying, like, he made me like this, you know? Mm -hmm. And I agree with Jack completely when he says he cancels one trip so he can passively, aggressively throw it in my face. Mm -hmm. It doesn't work like that. Completely fair. I agree with that. But what, I mean, one more thing to think of like, Mr. McPhee not only lost his eldest son in the last like two years, he's also lost his wife in at Mm -hmm. least some capacity. Like, Mr. McPhee. And all the stuff with Andy, like those hardships, like there's a lot riding on Mr. McPhee. And I, you know, that is not forgivable for, you know, how he treated Jack when he came out. However, you know, it kind of all came out at once. And there's a lot of information for like anybody to handle when all these things are thrown at you. I maybe if I had to give him the benefit of the doubt, maybe he just needed time for his brain to just sort everything yeah. in its own cubbies. And yeah. he came out of it from the other end and realized that he was in a in the wrong and he wants to try, especially since he lost Brown. What's Brown's real name? I don't even remember. <laughs> Tim? Uh, Tim. Yeah. Tim. I think I think you're right. And I think the thing that Mr. McBee needs to like realize is like it is going to take time, right? Like there has to be forgiveness on both sides and therefore you have to give it some time. Jack is going to be a little resistant at first because of all the shit Mm -hmm. you put him through. Right. And like all the trauma he's been through, you're going to have to give him time. Yeah. And Mr. McBee should be aware of that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But back to girls night. 
Um, we have Joey uh, and Jen sitting on the bed, and Joey wants to talk to Jen. Very bold of her to do while Andy is like literally right around the corner in the other yeah, room. Yeah, she's like brushing her teeth. This is like yeah. not very safe. No, it's and Joey tells Jen zone. that Pacey kissed her, and Jen says she figured it would come to a head eventually. And Joey's just like, I don't understand why he'd do this. It came out of nowhere. And Jen says, um, I'm not surprised. Is it really like, if I'm not surprised, did it really come out of nowhere? Um, she says, if this is really nothing, why are you so upset? And why are you so confused? She's just like planting the seed in Joey's head of like, maybe you should think about your feelings right now. Mm-hmm. Because Joey is so resistant to this. But there is a reason. Like, we all know, Joey, we're all aware of your feelings for Pacey. Like, if you could just admit them to yourself, this would move along a little bit quicker, girl. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but once again, I'm not fully convinced, even at this moment, she realizes that she has feelings for Pacey. I yeah, think no. that she's slow to the pickup. Like, she doesn't I think get she, it. Yeah, I think it takes her a while to really, like... Understand her, too, her own feelings. Too much time. Too yeah. much time. I want Pacey. I want everybody to be with somebody that knows that they like the other person automatically. I yeah. don't want a whole entire year for everybody to figure out their feelings for each other. Nobody That's deserves fair. that. No. No buddy. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I, it, I mean, does it make sense? I think that if, if she had zero feelings for Pacey, like, I think that she would be upset and confused as well. So I don't know if this is, like, a great point by Jen, but... I think she'd be more angry than confused. But yeah. She's, a- I mean, uh, she's angry no matter what. <laughs> she's showy. She's showy. She's angry yeah. no matter what. Um. Okay, my favorite scene in the entire episode... Jack comes downstairs and we see Mr. McPhee banging his fingers <laughs> on the calculator so loud. And I don't know what it is about the calculator, but it sends me. It finishes me. He's what is his job? And he's a calculator man. Why is he always on his calculator? He's an accountant. I don't know. He's a businessman. Businessmen use calculators. I, I just want to know. Here. But he carries a briefcase. Here's my calculator. You have a physical calculator? <laughs> I hope that ASMR was good. Oh, that was a nice one. Okay. He's aggressive with the calculator. He's, very aggressive. He's insane. I've been told that I'm an aggressive typer before. Yeah. One of my coworkers once came up to me and, the, and he was like, are you OK? And I was like, yeah, what's up? And he was just like, you just sound so angry when you're typing. I mean, didn't I tell you when I hung out with you? I was like, wow, you're a fast typer. Maybe well, I just you said meant- I was a fast typer, but he was like, no, you like sleep. That's what it is. Like, maybe it wasn't even fast. Maybe it was just the just, amount of noise. I just I'm just assumed. aggressive. Because you, I, I mean, your words per minute are only 92. Only. Yeah. So it's only 92. So it's not oh, even that impressive. No, it's not. So, um, yeah, this was very funny. And then, uh, yeah, so he's like, why this weekend? Why now? And we hear from Mr. McPhee that his coworker's son fail- has failed out of four colleges. And, it and finally- it's because he doesn't have a working calculator. <laughs> it's because he does not use a fucking calculator, Jack. Do you understand the importance of calculators, Jack? Here's a, here's a calculator, Jack. He's like, you don't even have a scientific calculator. How you need to get to college. A, what is it? You need a T90X. 
you know, like, do you know what I'm talking about? Do you remember those? Did you need a TS90 for the, for the, for the, what is it called? For calculus. Like, my friend's son, all he did was write boobies in his calculator. <laughs> <laughs> he wrote was boobies on his calculator. What an idiot. <laughs> he doesn't even know how to calculate pi on his calculator. <laughs> he doesn't even know how to use long division, Jack. <laughs> snake on his calculator. <laughs> he doesn't even know how to clear his calculator, Jack. You know how dumb that kid is? And I thought to myself, I have a son who knows how to calculate. <laughs> I've seen you punch a button or two. You're fantastic. You have potential, Jack. You have potential. <laughs> One day, I want to hand down my great-great-grandfather's calculator to you. The buttons are all fucked up because I smashed the shit out of it. But I know you'll appreciate it. The enter button is completely worn down. <laughs> but that's how I know that you are worthy of my calculator. <laughs> oh my god, I can't. I can't. <laughs> Why is he so aggressive with the calculator? He's like, yeah, he's like, um, it occurred to me that you're a good kid and I have a good kid and I don't even know him, but I know he likes to calculator. <laughs> <laughs> so I canceled my trip because I was going to go to the calculator manufacturer, <laughs> but they canceled all visitations. <laughs> and I thought... One day I want to go with my son to go see the calculators get made. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. This is beautiful. I love the storyline we have for Mr. McBean. He's like, I didn't know who's going to make the first move. You know why he has such a big house? He needs the reverse collection of calculators. He displays And he looks, he looks like, look at this one's never been touched. Look at the buttons. <laughs> so pure. Wait, do you think that he likes the one with that prints out the receipt at the top? <laughs> the thought that turns him on the clicking noise of the little receipts. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> click, click, click. Oh, my God. <laughs> we got to get off of the calculators, oh, man. Oh, my God. Yeah, so. Then he says, yeah, I want to get to know you. Somebody had to make the first move. And Jack's like, I didn't think it was going to be you. But then they start playing chess together. Cute. It's not not enough calculators <gasps> not in enough chess. Not enough calculators for me. Oh not God, good enough. <sighs> and then camping. Pacey heads out in the morning with the kids. And Dawson's just like looking pleased with himself. Whatevs. Um, but then the, one of the more important scenes of the episode. Um, uh, Pacey goes in with Buzz to the store and he's like, a Pacey, or Buzz wants pixie sticks and candy bars. And they run into Joey and he's like, here, here's money. Go buy yourself 10 sodas. And I was like, 10 sodas? This little kid, <laughs> he's as big as 10 sodas. What? 10 sodas. 10 sodas. A and lot. a box of sugar. It's too much. Yeah. He <sighs> just wants my Pokemon card. Can we just get that instead? Oh uh, so yeah, Pacey and Joey run into each other, and it's like super awkward. And yeah. Pacey is just like, "I just want to tell you that I'm sorry. It was a disaster, and you're totally right. What you said, it was just a big mistake, and it's a, it was just an impulse, and it's left my body. And then of course, Joey, I don't know, whatever her 
thinking was made her start thinking about Joey different, um, Pacey differently. And she's like, yeah, like, you're right. Like, totally overreacted. Like, I totally overreacted. It's not a big deal unless we make it. Totally not a big deal. Why get so upset? So, like, they're doing the thing where, like, it's like they're, they're, they're starting to become, like, they're starting to, like, converge to the same plane. But yes. then they're going to overlap and, like, totally miss the mark. Yeah. And it's, so frustrating. It's frustrating. Because Joey's just like, I overreacted. It's not a big deal. It meant nothing. I, like, it obviously meant nothing, right? And then he says, right. Right. Back to just being friends. So, like, we all would wonder what happens if Joey talks first, right? Like, does Joey admit, hey, I've been thinking about this and, like, you know, maybe I do have feelings. Because he, like, um... He walks out with Buzz and like she watches him walk away like very like yeah walk you know lovingly I guess yeah you know? with with the uh, with the love that only few people would look at another person but the love that Mister McPhee would look at him. <laughs> <laughs> that that I, that that sort of love yeah totally get it. Um, oh my god. So, yeah, so they shake hands, whatever, and then Joey watches him walk away. And that is the end of the episode. Oh my god, I can't with the couch. <laughs> all my brain is going to be thinking about for the rest of my life is Mr. McPhee and his love of calculators. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, like it was like a fine ep. It was good. It was good. I can't believe that, like, I don't know, like, if you had to wait the entire month to watch that, like, this episode, like, wouldn't you be so frustrated? Like, no, you idiot. Yes. Like, just get together. I'd be pissed. I'd yeah. be pissed. But yeah. let me give you a little sneaky peeks. Next episode's title is Stolen Kisses. Oh, if these bitches are not kissing underneath the bleachers, then I'll sue them. <laughs> underneath the bleachers. Underneath the bleachers. Yes. Where all the good kisses. I hope that, like, I hope that there's some stolen kisses between the two of them. That's what it has to. That has to be. Oh, my God. You know what's going to be? It's totally going to be Gail and Mitch. They're going to be the stolen <sighs> kisses. Stolen kisses. Could and be. Could be. I will die. Um, so that is the episode. Um, let's go. Let's go to a quick ad break here before we come back and get into all of the feedback and uh, the fashion hour and all of that other fun stuff. We will be right back. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Okay, we are back. Um, would you like to start off with a voicemail? Yeah, totally. All right, let's let's do it. Let's bring in the first voicemail from frequent contributor Temi. Salutations, as Charlotte said, or Sagu, as the French say. It took me years to figure out the song connection in the scene with Joey and Jen at the end of the episode. The song is Too Much For Me by Claire Burson. 
And I'm mentioning it because you are going to hear the song again soon. Uh, mm. So it's going to be something to remember. Henry is wearing his hero's jersey, Doug Flutie. So it's very good continuity by oh. the writers and the props department, if you like, um, from the beginning of the season. Football, you know, it's streets ahead. I guess you're just streets behind. And for Sarah, Jason Street, uh, you're watching Friday Night Lights. So yeah. Street um, was number seven before he got injured. And then Ben Street, he um, was supposed to go, was there at the cafe. Uh, Jack did not go in to have his date with uh, Ben. So that didn't happen. But forget the joke. Just remember the song. Uh, Kimmy is right of an amazing overall series. We're at the Zenith. Season four is incredible, so we're in, we're still in good hands. Don't worry. Uh, this episode aired on April fifth, two thousand, and I'm really glad to be rewatching. The show is really entertaining and helpful. Just look at the scene at the end with Jack and Ethan. Um, you have good drama, but good acting, and you also have um, life lessons. Thanks. There is good life lessons. Do you think Tammy specializes in scavenger hunts? Because I feel like Tammy... He notices everything. Notices everything. But, like, you know, it's like, you know, with scavenger hunts, they're like, like, go to the place where, like, ducks lie. Like, you know what I mean? And we're like, <laughs> what does that mean? But, like, Tammy knows. And we're just talking about calculators. <laughs> No, Tam, I, Timmy does know all. Um, he does. He knows yeah. all the songs. I love how he brought up Streets Ahead. That made me very happy. I, th- I mean, I think he's a listener of that community building. I mean, I would hope so. Go check it out, everybody. Um, do Would you like to hear from the DBK, the one and only Dirtbag Kelly? I would love to. Neverland, April 5th, 2000. <laughs> hey, guys. How's it going? It's been a minute. I had to take a... Little break, I guess, because we're in the heart of the Joey Pacey stuff, and it's just not aging well for me personally. And like, I was never a fan of this pairing. I kind of am in Sarah's boat and think Joey kind of doesn't deserve Pacey. And also, Joey's a buzzkill and kind of sucks like Dawson. So, if she's going to be paired with somebody, give her to Dawson. So, you, you know, I'm Team Andy, but if Joey's going to be with someone, let her be with Dawson. Um, okay. This is my question. Maybe it was just a thing around here. Maybe it's a my thing. But, like, I feel like in high school, there was, like, no greater sin than, like, being with, like, your friend's ex or brother or sister kind of thing. So, like, could you discuss who's the worst friend here? Is it Pacey or is it Joey? And I know, like, Dawson has no claim to Joey and, like, all this stuff. But, like, just in the high school universe, I feel like... This is a pretty, like, I don't know, thing you just don't do. Or, like, it comes with, like, consequences, like, they're going to have. So, I don't know. Discuss, ladies. I hope everything's well. All right. That's it for this week. Peace. This is such a great question from Dirtbag Kelly. Um, Who is, so who is more in the wrong here? Is it PC or is it Joey? Okay, and the reason being is, like, Joey is Dawson's ex, but Pacey is Dawson's best friend. And it's taboo to date 
your best friend's ex, but it's also taboo to date like your your ex's best friend. Your ex's best friend. I think I think they're both in the wrong, but I think that Joey is more unaware or like at least won't admit her feelings for Pacey where Pacey's had these feelings for a while. And I feel like before he did anything, he is the one who initiated the kiss. And I think before he did anything, a conversation should have been had with Dawson. And no one seems to be mentioning it here. Someone should have had a conversation with Andy. Andy like I know they're not Andy like the best of friends. The same amount of she deserves respect. the respect. And I think that that's going to be part of the issue. Like I think that they're going to be so focused on like oh, we have to tell Dawson, we have to like make it up to Dawson that they're going yep. to forget Andy. And I think that Andy is going to feel that she's been slighted as well and forgotten, yep. which is even worse. Yep. So who's the worst friend? Like it is like I would never date like a friend's ex ever, 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 nope. ever. Would I date my best friend's yeah, no, that's the same thing. Like, no, I wouldn't date. Like, if you've dated somebody, if that person's like a no go, it's fine. You yeah. can. There's other efficiency. You don't have to be so incestuous. Like, uh, who said that? Jen said that. Jen said. Yeah, it. Jen was the one who was talking. A very about incestuous that. Yeah. bunch. Um, <clears throat> Joey, like, I mean, is it wrong for her to date Pacey if she dated? Dawson yeah I mean Leslie like, that's kind of crummy too it's crummy if they're both crummy but I think that yeah I think that knowing that PC has had these feelings for longer it's one of those things where it's like he should have had that conversation with Dawson mm-hmm. all right we have some written feedback let's start off with Linda Linda. Hey, Sarah and Jess. Hope you're having an awesome start to 2022. This episode of Dawson's Creek is brought to you by calculators. <laughs> um, hey, Don't Jack, what does it. your dad do for work? He works over a calculator. He travels all over to do calculator. He oh abandoned us for God. months because he only can get calculators up in Providence. Now they're all being distributed over all over. And it's a real game changer. And sometimes he can work from home now. <laughs> um, wow. He is the calculator. Wow. Um, I, I can't. So there funny. are so Linda's so, going to really enjoy the prior part. <laughs> there are so many reasons why I'm full on allergic to Jossie juice and it'll never touch my lips. This is a huge one. I feel like it is super messed up to Dawson and Andy. Wow, Linda, you're always like the third in our conversation. She it's knows crazy. what we're she thinking. Knows. She it's like surprise, surprise. Linda is right here. And then she just writes her email emails while uh, yeah. just joking. That's a bad joke. Um, Dawson trusted Pacey, the person who's supposed to be his best friend to watch over Joey, not to try to date his her behind his back. That is such a violation. Joey, who is supposed to be someone who loves and cares about Dawson and is seriously going to be hurt by dating his best friend. Joey is friends with Andy and she knows how much losing Pacey destroyed her. Andy still talks about Pacey. 
Wow, really in this conversation. Um, Joey dating Pacey is such a cold, cruel thing to do with Andy. I don't think Joey or Pacey would be this hurtful and cruel to the people they care about. The whole thing makes me cringe. Moving along, Pacey, don't you yell at Joey. Boy, seriously needs to work on his anger issues. I hated when he yelled at Andy, and I hate him yelling at Joey, too. No way am I getting in the car with a guy screaming at me like that. Also, he is a wrist grabber, which I'll never forget. Yeah, Fair. I don't like that either. Yeah. <clears throat> Andy is my precious ray of light. Loved girls name and wish we could have more Andy, Joey and Jen friendship. I love that too. Mr. McDoofus, when you bail on your kids for months, you kind of have to expect them to laugh in your face <laughs> when you try to pull the not under my roof. Yeah. These kids have been like living on their own for like a year and a half. And now yeah. you're going to come out with all the rules. It's like as if. Yeah. I do like seeing Jack and his dad working towards having a relationship. If his dad truly hated him for being gay. He wouldn't want to meet Ethan or try to be involved in his life. It may be t- taking a while, but Jack is lucky. His dad realized how he was treating Jack was wrong. The chess piece thing was a bit dramatic. And Joey stopped standing in the doorway like a dick. People need to get in and out of the door. Oh, did you notice that? She was like standing right in the middle. At least somebody like had to pass her. And it's like, oh. um, yeah. thank you, Linda. We, like I said, you're always like the third person in the room. It's crazy. Yeah. yeah. Um. We also got an email from Ashley. Um. I she so I don't know. I thought I liked Joey's hair when she had it up in like the French twist. But Ashley thinks that her hair gives um gives her Graham vibes. It's like a bun that's about fifty years <laughs> too old for her head. Yeah. Like it's mature. Yeah. It's good for Harvard. Yeah. Um, and she also says that Bessie's outfit and hair are awful when Joey's talking to her about the kiss. What is going on with this look? Eek. <laughs> I think that the actress that plays Bessie has to dress herself. Like, it looks I, horrible. I don't think that she gets the, 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 the stylist, if I no. had to guess. If she does, if she dressed herself, it looks even, like, I'm even more disappointed, honestly. Yeah. Um, and then about Andy and Jack, she says they seem to match a lot. Please tell someone tell wardrobe that it's matching last names generally, not outfits that symbolize their oh siblings. Wait, do they dress like twins? <laughs> they are like, well, in the in the one scene, like she was wearing orange and he was wearing red. So they do. They are wearing like both warm tones. But yeah, they do. They do kind of coordinate sometimes. Like but last episode, I think oh. they were both wearing blue, right? Well, I was just about to say, like, we always talk about how Andy always wears blue and Jack wears a lot of blue, too. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That is so strange. They're they're twins. I know that, like, they're not twins. And, like, today Andy was like, hey, what's up, big bro? But, like, I think that they're secret twins. Yeah. Um, I love this comment from her. She says, when Dawson is in an existential crisis mode, Pacey says, all this over an old fort? I'm sorry, Pacey, but have you met your friend? <laughs> I know. Breakdowns after breakdowns. Yeah. So much. Um, uh, PC, you're a storyteller, Dawson. PC, yes. Well, this may be true. You need to give at least 24 hours before saying that and Dawson trying to tell a Spielberg story at the campfire. <laughs> I can't. Uh, I love like, it. Like, can you imagine? Like, I have a really good story to tell you, and you're just gonna like talk about like a whole ass movie plot instead of yeah, like an original story. Um, she says that she wishes they showed more scenes like the sleepover scene because it's really nice to have them all together on a ladies night. And like, we totally agree, Ashley. Like, I really wish they had more scenes like this. 
Um, and then her thoughts on Jack and Jack's dad. She says, Jack's dad needed a stronger apology than he gave. And instead of staying home from work to hang out with Jack and act like everything is normal, he should have started the weekend with an apology. He did it all backwards, which that's fair. I think the vibe I get from Jack's dad is like, he's not someone who is able to give apologies easily. Mr. He feels Mc- like, I mean, he's being around Mr. McDoofus for nothing. <laughs> it's fair. Um, and uh, then she says, um, I'll give you 10 sodas and a box of sugar. 10 sodas and a box of sugar? Casey, you didn't have to go that far. <laughs> My goodness. One soda in three pixie sticks. That's all you get, kid. Um, and then she says that a next episode is one of her favorites. Also, she asked about our recording timeline. So for those who don't know, generally speaking, we record on Thursdays and release on Mondays. So if you get your feedback to us by Thursday, you should be fine. Sometimes we record over the weekend if we have a particularly busy week. But just know if you get it in by Thursday, you should be good. Then you're golden. So thank, thank you, you so much, Ashley. She's so wonderful. Oh, Ash. Sorry. Yeah, she does sign it, Ash. So thank you, Ash. I love your feedback. Um. Our email from Kimmy this week. First and foremost, I love everything about Abby Morgan. And if she is not a Gemini sun and a Scorpio moon, <laughs> what is life? This is so spot I on. Yeah, I concur I about do. that. I oh, it. I miss Abby. Do you miss Abby? I miss Abby. I do miss Abby. Like, I miss, like, I don't know. She just was so fun and brought, like, a light energy to the show that sometimes is missing without her there. I agree. Oh, Abby Morgan, you brought me so much joy. Uh, now on to the sleepover episode. I mean, Neverland. No, Dougie, this is terrible advice. Dawson would never react calmly to this news of Pacey and Joey. Do you guys think if Pacey had done this, would Dawson react well? No, we discussed that earlier. He would flip yeah. out. This was not great advice yep. by Dougie. Um, I still think that the two lies and the truth is the way to go. <laughs> uh, number two. Uh, your poor- Aries moon is showing, Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> poor Andy in this episode. She has no clue what's happening. Yes. Like, maybe Andy and Dawson should date. Yeah, like, we brought that up once. They both are living cluelessly. So sad. Also, Do- uh-huh. Dawson is laying the nostalgia on thick with the friendship. I always feel bad for him. I mean, that's the ultimate ev- revenge. Date. Dawson and Andy dating. Yeah. Revenge, revenge, revenge. That's fair. That's that will, fair. That will mix the uh, the stir of the pot up real good. Yeah. I love how our even our listeners like are agreeing with each other about like, what about Andy? <laughs> yeah, what about Andy? What about uh, Andy? Number three, I like this episode. It's endearing. I like the bonding time and shows how hard this is for Joey and Pacey, even though they like each other. I'm also here for the girl gang that you have both been calling for a long time. I also love that AJ gets not another thought and that one line in the beginning. It's awesome. AJ who? AJ what? Boy, bye. The, uh, this last uh, scene between Jossie is why I love them. There's so much chemistry and love in one look. It breaks my heart. Do we think Joey would have said something different if she went first? Uh, I mean, she'll probably like, if I had to guess, she would probably stumble over her words and then jo- um, Pacey would talk over her and then she would get all flustered and then take back everything that she was going to say. 
I think if she didn't immediately get reassurance, she would definitely backtrack, right? Like, if she mm-hmm. was like, well, I'm thinking maybe I've been, like, thinking about us and, and like, some feelings I might have. And if he didn't immediately say, like, yes, me too, then she would be like, um, uh, never mind. You know what I yeah. mean? That yeah. just feels like her. Yeah. Um, Not dressed like a, uh, not Jen dressed like a harlot meeting all of Henry's <laughs> friends and family. This is hard to watch. Henry should either be embarrassed to bring everyone to this party or nobody, like, hire and shame or embrace the absurdity uh, and then lastly all the parents of Capeside minus grams could burn in hell fuck mr mcdoofus no mr mcphee and the horse he and rode the calculator on. he wrote it on <laughs> and fuck <laughs> ethan for his shit um jack deserves so much better yeah like everybody sucks everybody sucks i am generally genuinely excited to hear um, your thoughts in the next episode. No pressure, but it's the reason I started listening to your podcast oh. to get your thoughts in the next episode. Oh my God, both Ash and Kimmy hyping next episode for us. I'm really, I, I'm not going to have time to watch it tonight, but you yeah. know that I'm tempted. That was my question. Is this like a hang up with you and watch the next episode type of night? You have time. Still, the night is young, as they say. Uh, yeah, it is pretty, pretty yeah. early. It's youngish. You know, it's like a teenager. It's a, it's a medium. Um, what? Uh, I don't I know. get it. Yeah. It was anyway, good. it was a good, it was good. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, yeah. shall we get into the fashion of the awa? Yes. All righty. So wait, are we in two thousand now? Yes. yes the so, L. I'm sorry. We've been in here. for fashion excellence. You know I mix it up. Um. Okay. So first off, we're gonna go to Miss No Hair, No Shampoo, No Hot Shower, Don't Give a Fuck, Annie Mc. Fee. She is rocking like one of the most 90s, early 2000s outfit I've seen in a while. She's wearing a hunter green maxi skirt that looks like kind of like a cargo material with Ooh. purple converses and an orange sweatshirt over like zip up sweatshirt Ooh. over like a v-neck white shirt. Her hair is half up, half down, and it looks to be in, like, some type of French braid. Well, also, it's very close to a bump it or a bump in the front. Which yeah. Which you know that took a hold over us. That was, like, the thing, and I never – I'm being honest with you. I didn't do it because I tried, and for – I could not get my hair. You got too much hair. I have too much hair. People are like, oh, I just used the bobby pin. And I'm like, bitch, do you have seven? Do you have seven? I I think, yeah, here we go. I think that I am the bumpet. I can do the bumpet. You got um, it. Oh gosh. Anyway, what are your thoughts on this? Amy it's like a, it's original? like atrocious, but like all the elements <laughs> line up. Like you know what I mean. Like if you took it like one by one, like yeah, like it's a early two thousands outfit, but all of it together, it's just like throw up. It's terrible, but it's fine. Like I mean, like the hair, absolutely the sweat it's like the track sweats top yes the converse the maxi skirt i wouldn't like be caught dead in but sure and it's all different colors but like yeah like it it's i guess it's the vibes it's the vibes um lastly i have jack mcphee in his uh his matching (laughs) coordinating outfit with andy he's wearing cargo khaki pants with what look to be Skechers. They look remarkably oh, yeah, like Skechers, Skechers if they're not. Yeah, and I saw them Skechers. and I was like, bitch, 
we were all about the sketch, baby. Yeah, you so, got to get the sketchers. Got to um, get them. And you remember those um, shoelaces that were like curly at the end? So yeah, I knew them. exactly what you were saying before Rainbow you even said ones. it. Yeah. Rainbows. Yes. Yeah. Um, yes, the curly ones, they were amazing. Uh, and he's wearing a pretty bright orangey red, I would say, sweater that is a turtleneck, of course. Um, and it has like a little patch on the arm, but I could not tell what the brand was if we were like supposed to know what the brand was. It kind of looked like Ralph Lauren. Yeah, I was going to say polo-ish. Yeah. Yep. That too. Yep. What do you think of this outfit? Uh, yeah. I mean, it's a turtleneck. So like, can I say anything poorly about it? I don't think so. But he looks good and it's very 90s with these cargo pants and the shoes. Uh, if I had to choose, I mean, Andy's outfit is like the ugliest. Um, but it's not what the award good, is. It, does should I reward it for its horribleness? Probably I don't not. know. You tell we'll me. Give it, we'll give it to Jack this week. Okay, congratulations, Jack. Oh, on you're your disappointed. No, I, I. They're both. I put both of them in here. They're both fine. Um, especially for the sketchers. I love a sketch. Um, next up, we have the Paul Rudd certificate of timelessness and. I had to do it. The minute I saw these ladies in their uh, lingerie. I can't believe it. Yeah. Rocking around on their rollerblades. I was like, you know what? This is a Luke. All three of them are getting in the category. Oh, so we're, we're, Yeah, it's a, a battle of the, the girls. Battle who, of the girls. Let's start with the uh, undergarments best. Let's go left to right. So we're going to start with Andy. She is wearing. I don't even know how I would describe this because it kind of looks like a robe. Um, it's like a very light, light pink. It's very like lightweight looking. Mm-hmm. Um, you mentioned it before, but she has her hair kind of in like a fifties like victory rolls. Yes, victory rolls. A darker lip for her, and she has all of them have feather boas, and hers is pink and purple. Um, what do you think of Andy's look here? Uh, so I think like it's like almost like that like the mistress of the house robe where like you know like where you like prance around your mansion in like a like a really long flowy night dress and you're like I just like murdered my husband and I am like the uh, now a billionaire from his life insurance like those sort of vibes um the victory rolls is the most complicated of all these haircuts and I wonder like who, who how she did it to herself uh, who did it for her? Was it Jen? Um, I mean, is it out of the three of them? I think it's the least timeless. That is an issue, but is quite the ensemble nonetheless. Yes. Um, on to Jen, who is in the middle. She is wearing like satin black shorts with like a satin black top. She has on a pink robe kind of like flowing behind her. It's like satiny. Her hair is like done. She has like curls all up in it. Um, Very like I like her makeup because beyond the like very thin, thin eyebrows that the late 90s, early 2000s cursed us with. um, It's very like youthful, I think. Very like shimmery and light. And I like it. Yeah. I like her hair a lot. This is kind of like, I don't know, like Hollywood waves, like old Hollywood type of hairstyle. Um, I like the red 
boa. She looks like she's wearing some sort of like black, like um, romper. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if I love her robe. Her robe is like a silk robe, but it's short. But it doesn't give me like that va va voom fantasy. That's that fair. I'm hoping for. Yeah, that's fair. It's not as va-va-voomy as I think um, Andy's is. Um, On to the final gal. We have Joey here. She's wearing pants. So they're like silky pants. And I think when Jen bought these, she was like, Joey's not going to wear something cute. She's not going to wear something revealing. I'm going to buy her pants. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So she has like maroon pants. Um, She has on a white crop top and a black silk robe. And her feather boa is like a wine pinkish red. And her lipstick kind of matches the color of her feather boa. And her hair is less tightly curled as Jen's is. It's very like big curls. Yes. Another like Hollywood glam type of thing. Yes. Uh, hers is my favorite. I love those like red silky pants. I love mm-hmm. the black robe. The maroon boa is my vibe. I love her makeup. Uh, she's definitely my winner this week. Amazing. So congratulations to Jack and Joey uh, for winning the fashion awards this week. Amazing. Um, we already talked. Next episode is going to be called Stolen Kisses, ep- season three, episode 19. Um, of course, we started season five of Boy Meets World. So go check that out. Um, Sarah, why don't you give us the social meds and all that fun yeah. stuff? Yeah, you can find us. us at Shit 90s Pod on Twitter and Instagram. You can also find us on our website, www.shit90spod.com. Email us at shit90spod at gmail.com. Um, you can find me at Sarah Ferguson. Um, if you have not heard the news, we have news um, on the post show recaps network. Jessica and I are going to be covering the brand new HBO historical drama, The Gilded Age, which is by uh, Julian Fellows, the same creator of Downton Abbey. And we are yes. beyond excited. So we put out a preview podcast. The actual show does not come out until late January, but we're coming out with a couple of previews prior to our reactions to the first show. So check that Check that out. It's the Gilded Age uh, recap podcast on the Post Show Recaps uh, feed. Yes, definitely go check that out. We're super, super excited to start covering that. Um, you can also hear me on the Yellow Jackets podcast. The finale is will have already come out by the time this goes up. Um, so check that show out. It's honestly been so interesting to watch and podcast about. Um, be warned, there is some like gore and stuff like that if that is something that is not for you. It's a little bit of a thriller type of thing, a little mystery-esque as well. So just forewarn you, if it's not like your thing, that's fine. Um, I'm also on Community Building over at Post Show Recaps. So if you want to check me out there as well, you can find me at the Jess Sterling on Twitter. You can find Sarah at Sarah Ferguson on Twitter as well and just go to shit 90s pod check out all our stuff we have a lot going on we have a busy busy month between this stuff and post show recap stuff um so check us out check out the Gilded Age we're really excited to cover that and to talk with everybody about it so um I think that's all we have so we will be back next week with season three episode 19 stolen kisses we will talk to you all then goodbye everybody This episode is sponsored by Texas Instruments TI-83 Plus uh, Scientific Graphic Calculator. 
This is the best-selling graphing calculator on the market. This calculator is easy to use and is perfect for math and science classes, including algebra, geometry, trigonometry, pre-calculus, calculus, physics, chemistry, and biology. This model is enhanced with flash memory for flexibility and adding calculator programs for additional functionality. That is Texas Instruments TI-83. Get yours today. Shit 90 Shows taught me.